You're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. This is a bi-hysterical American history podcast where each week two hysterical men read a story from American history. How's this going? Did I, did I mess it up? Yeah, it's completely different and not what the Anyway, show. my name is Dave Anthony, and I read the story to my friend. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. It was fine. Now, yeah. your mom, I just caught up in the fact that your mom wants to start with a prayer. Go ahead. Let's start with a prayer. But Pam Reynolds is in the studio. Oh, do hey. the one about eating. You, you do the one. Wait, you're you? gonna make her do the eating prayer? Yeah, do the eating one that you said. I know one about eating. Oh, um, wait a minute. For what we're about to receive, mm-hmm. may the Lord make us truly thankful. Oh my and that God, that was it. Make the Lord How should make we, us we should truly literally thankful? be doing that before every dollar podcast? Uh, no, <laughs> like that's what we are about to be- receive. Yes, yes, your mom wait, just what nailed it? it. For what? We're about to receive. May the Lord make us truly thankful. Your mom may the just Lord took this make podcast us truly thankful? to another level. Oh my God. New level. <laughs> Your voice is on a new level. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't like what's happening here. Your octaves are being explored, finally. Uh, no, I, that, the, that prayer doesn't even make sense to me for food. I think we did it at school. I say that before I, I go on. You know, we used to sing at my, we used to have to sing this at my school before lunch. God is great and God is good and we thank him for this food. <laughs> Sorry, which school? Where was this? I went to a uh, Jesuit to, school. He went to Boston. Yeah, that makes sense. That's definitely not a public school uh, song. No, no. We didn't I went to a, uh, a Catholic school and we didn't have to say, even have to sing that. We well, just went and ate, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know and who Did you, you just ate go too? in the kitchen with the priest. Yeah, yeah exactly. He diddled, he diddled me. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why this got so personal. <laughs> yeah. I'm wow. going to but I'm going to say that prayer before every podcast now. I, I also What is start, the prayer that you're going to say before every podcast? Uh, hey, excited? thanks God for what they're about to get. Nope. <laughs> I'll write Called it down for you, Dave. Jam pad. Jam pad. I'm the fucking hippo guy. Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Wait. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the tickling podcast. Okay. This is like anarchy. On a five-part coefficient. <laughs> My room's a flame. Now hit him with the puppy. <laughs> you both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep tell hippo. No sleep tell hippo. Uh, action part. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. Rhoda. Rhoda in the court. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's not do that. Yeah. Is it nice to be in America, Mom? Is it nice to be oh, in a it's normal lovely. place? It's lovely. Yes, yeah. I love it. I love CNN. Uh-huh. I'm okay. addicted to it. All right. What just happened? I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think uh, my mother finally got my uh, letter of things to not say to Dave Anthony. Things. <laughs> Things went really weird there. Yeah. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? No, they really inform you. So that's a good place to go. They, they are, yes. And they're Crump. not biased. No. 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 Good. No. 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 They're bought. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I do sometimes go to Fox. Good. good oh, stuff. that's a great, that's a great place to go. It's really nice. Keep um, digging. Yes, I do like it. <clears throat> a lot of really great things have happened because yeah. uh, of Fox News. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the one thing is that they've all got dyed hair. Yeah, so they do all have dyed you hair. Can, yeah. So you can decide yeah. what color hair you want. Yes, yeah. and they all look a bit slimy and greasy. Yeah, no, I get they? why you'd watch it. It's yes, certain, it's perfect. It is. It's lovely. Yeah, lovely. Mm. I enjoy it. Uh, I don't know why I didn't write this. Write down this guy's uh, birthday. So uh, that's so not is great. there a date? Uh, God, I really. That's something. the first time I think I've ever blown that. Uh, blown that. Uh, I'm going to say. Let's let me estimate right here. Eighteenth. Boy, buddy, buddy, six, eighteen, eighty-six. That's what I'm going with. Okay, 
you want to shout it or do you want to just say it like a kid? No, I'm just going to do that. School play. I'm just going to do that. A young gentleman, Alios Jr. Alos Jr. How do you say Al? A L O I S German name. Uh, uh, Alois. Uh, yeah. No, I think no, it's more like Alois. That would have an S on the end, right? Yeah. You wouldn't pronounce it, would But you? it's German. It's not French. Oh. We're all German. Yeah, I don't that's know. Not that's hear. interesting. <laughs> Alois. I'm going to say Alois. Alois. Is it Alois? Is there a U in there? Alois. Alois. It's Alois. Alois. Okay. okay. Mm. All right. Alois Jr. Uh, was born in, uh, we're going to say, 1896. You just said 1886 before. 86. You're right. That sounds better. This is a terrible start. <laughs> uh, he didn't have a great dad. Uh, his dad, obviously, Al- Alios. Someone relates. Alios Sr. What are you talking about? I love yeah. my daddy. I miss my dad every day. Uh, there's Alios Sr. Alouise. Oh, and that's him as a baby? Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's the sort of man who looks like he has two little moles making out under his nose. Yeah. He looks as if he's got a, a snaggle tooth, like a little, like yeah, a dog. Yeah, he does look hurt. like he maybe has a little yeah. snaggle tooth. Bit of uh, yeah. yeah. Fang he does, mouth. He looks doggish. Uh, so anyway, uh, Alias Jr. left home at 14. Sure. Uh, the older uh, Alois uh, swore he would never give the boy a penny of inheritance. So his uh, father's like, I'm never going to give him anything. Beyond, beyond, and he left at 14. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so... His relations with his stepmother was also strange, so he just bailed. Okay, and uh, he went to he went to England and then uh, got a job at a hotel uh, as a waiter in Dublin, Ireland. Okay. Uh, now, Alouise and Bridget met in Dublin at a horse show in 1909. Sure, a horse show, obviously a show. So- of horses, is his wife a horse? His mm. wife is not a horse. Good question that though. we know of. Yeah. Um, well, this is one that was legal anyway. Uh, she was Marry Irish. Yeah. She was Irish in 17. He was Austrian and uh, 27. Okay. I didn't, I didn't say where he came from. I, I unplugged that. Okay. Um, so that's so you can do the math there. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, he's a yes, there's an age gap, there's a legality issue. No, I'm talking about that's when he was born. If, that's if Dave got oh. the date. 19, if Dave got the date right. And he's born in, and 18, he's 27 years old. Go ahead. He's born in, and he's born in 1886? No. It, it, the year is 1909. Uh-huh. He is 27 years oh, old. Oh, you want what me to do the math born? of what year was he born? Uh, he was born in uh, 82. Is that right? Well, you're supposed to have an answer. What are you sitting over there doing? 12. You said 1909? Uh, so that's 18. Yeah, so that's 18. So 82. Yeah. yeah, you got it. Human calculator. Very good. Uh, Two for row. So, Eloise, uh, <laughs> what are you laughing at? Nothing. Okay. Uh, Eloise told Bridget that he was a wealthy uh, hotel owner studying in, studying the industry in other parts of Europe. So that's why so he was. That's why he was in Ireland. It's interesting like, you said he told her that because you don't. That's not you saying he was this. You're saying he told her that. Well, we already know what he did, which is he was a waiter at that hotel. Oh, okay. But he's instead like, I'm just here. Studying all the hotels. I'm to studying see the hotels. If uh, there's anything I want to take back, you know. That's right. Because I can invest anywhere. <laughs> and I do. <laughs> and I do. Uh, he was handsome. He wore fashionable clothes. And he had a handlebar mustache. We saw the mustache. I wouldn't even call that a well, handlebar. Oh, that was his dad's. Oh. Oh, by the oh. way, his dad definitely looks like if a wizard turned a pug into a man. Yes. Yep. 
And you're um, not very handsome, is he? Yeah, okay. So he had a handlebar. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Uh, right. So... Uh, so he he was great. He's he seemed like a man of the world to Bridget, right? He's this foreigner guy. Says he has a lot of money. He sweep sweeps Bridget off her feet. Sure. Okay. Quote: Everything he said was so new and interesting that even his broken English seemed charming. Right. And because it sounds so new and interesting, because it is a lie. Yes. Right. So that's why. It, yeah. That's why the lies sound great because yeah. you're coming up with them on the. You've on never the had spur cheese in a hot air balloon. <laughs> You have to. Uh, really? Oh, Louise. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, they began seeing a lot of each other. She lived uh, <laughs> in a tiny flat on Upper Stanhope Street. Okay. And now she had met the man of her dreams. Yeah. In the sense that dreams aren't reality. Yes. Right. Uh, they started planning their future together. A year went by, and their romance just built. Now you feel this build of mm, heightened romance. It's lovely. He's, yeah, he's doing that. Where's to, the horse coming into it? I, hopefully soon. Yeah. But he's doing that. He's about to undercut it all with something. What? With the horse. Uh, but in, in truth, uh, Aloise was not a wealthy hotel owner, so as we know. It's starting. He was a waiter at the, uh, the Shelburne Hotel who had been hired through an employment agency. Oh, you won't believe this. I've stayed at that hotel. Shut up. Really? Honestly, really? With Natalie. I'm sure with Natalie Goki. We stayed. It's a Marriott. Is it nice? No. Oh, it's a now Marriott. It's a Marriott. It was very posh. Isn't that a nice story of history? Yeah. What a beautiful yeah. story. Yeah. Now it's a Bonvoy. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah, that was it a good was. I hope she's listening. Yeah. yeah. She won't be. She, she's not. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> so then Bridget's uh, father found this out. He found out that he's a waiter. Yeah. And right. he's not happy. He did I'm not... undercover. He did... <laughs> I wanted to see what it was like to be a waiter to make sure to establish a great. You would have undercover boss. <laughs> This mustache is fake. Ah! Uh, he so William doesn't think that this uh, Eloise can provide for his daughter, right? Uh, so he's like, "You got to call it off." So they elope. Okay. Uh, they go to London and they get married on June third, nineteen ten. Okay. Bridget's father is furious. Sure. He tries to get uh, Eloise arrested for kidnapping. Sure, okay. But then Bridget comes and talks her dad out of it. She's like, that's not a great way to start the yeah. whole marriage thing. Plus, I mean, so, that, that plus is, I'm married. Yes, so. and plus I think the second the cops get here and be like, no, I'm into it, yeah. they're like, oh, it doesn't sound like a kidnapping she's, to she's me. She's like 18 at that point, yeah, so, right. which is basically 35 at that time. Period. Right. Uh, they had a son in 1911, so they're doing it. They're having a lot of the sex. Yeah, no, I think that's we can gather that I'm for sure. I'm just filling in the gaps. So is he. William was born Sorry in, again, mother. Uh, young William, the son, was born in Liverpool. Okay. Uh, which seemed to have ended the feud with Bridget's father, who made the trip back to Liverpool for the baptism of his first grandchild, William Patrick Hitler. Patrick what? Hitler. Uh-huh. Um. Hitler. <laughs> yeah, he's a... Uh, yeah, Hitler. Hitler. That's right. And again, he's from um, Austria. Austria. So this is this is a, this is a um, I'm sorry I'm just got so parched. Um, <laughs> yes. This is a uh, you're, you're speechless. This is a okay. Uh, so this is Alois Hitler from Alois Austria. Was Alois Hitler Jr. Older okay. half brother of Adolf Hitler. Okay, okay. Who Dave. goes on to do big things? Dave. Yes. Yes. Did not uh, as anticipate. Bridget's... As Bridget's father suspected... Party's not as fun as it was a minute ago, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) As Bridget's father suspected, the family was very poor. His cousin Adolf wasn't doing much better. uh, Wait, half-brother or cousin? uh, Half-brother. Half-brother. 
or sorry, I put cousin. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's his. It's his. Yeah, it's his brother. Sorry, half brother. Yeah, okay. I get confused every second. Okay. Um, so Adolf isn't doing much better. He's living. He's in Austria, living in a homeless shelter. And uh, in 1909, and then he switched to a public dormitory for men. Okay. So that's where, that's where great, great brain Adolf Hitler Well, that's what we call locker room talk. In Liverpool, Eloise went through a few different jobs, including working at a restaurant, a boarding house, and hotel. What is it like with your wife at that point when she's like, remember when you told me you were a millionaire and just... Yeah, I don't... And he's like, ah, anyway... I'm going to go see if I can be a milkman. <laughs> I, you know, it's uh, you know, you you love the guy, so you're like, all right, he lied to me about uh, that's an being, issue, uh, like a, a decent person. That's an issue, but you know, also, and a obviously, he's not great. Back and by then. the way, clearly not something that runs in the family, as uh, far as like lying? the oversell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Alois was uh, not good with money, and he eventually went bankrupt. Okay, which is what Bridget's father said would happen. Right. So there was a lot of. Called it. Yeah. Called it. A lot of called it's going on. Yeah, you want to give me another beer? Called this one. Uh, so Alois Jr. did what any... Why don't you get your shit together like your brother Adolf? <laughs> so Alois Jr. did what any Hitler does in that situation, and he bailed on his family. Sure. First, he went on a gambling tour of Europe. Which is that's what you do the minute you lose your tonight. I'll be at Oneida. Uh, I'm also going to be at Potawatomi. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going on a gambling tour. I'll be at come watch me lose it all. I'll be at Foxwoods. Yeah, I'm going to Morongo where I'm going to bet wildly. Come on Um, out, guys. We've been having a lot of sadness at these shows. So that awesome plan didn't work out. Uh, And in May 1914, he went back to Germany where he sold safety razors. Safe, right? And we all know safety razors. Uh, Yeah. The only razor that's safe. That's right. Yep. <laughs> uh, when World War I broke out, any chance Alois Jr. had of reconnecting with Bridget and Willie, as he called him, Willie, uh, were gone. Uh, are gone for good. Yeah. Right. Because, uh, right. Bridget would now raise Willie alone. Okay. Alois fell in love. Uh, Alois Jr. fell in love again in Germany, uh, and he wanted to marry his new love, Hedwig Heidemann. That's German? That's the most German name That's of all That's a German time. name? Yeah, it's weird. It's well, weird. One more time, Heidwig? Heidwig Heidemann. Just doesn't sound German to me. I got an Irish energy. It's very feminine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was... I'm excited to date you. <laughs> Heidwig, settle down now. Uh, he wanted to marry her, uh, but he was still married to Bridget. Yeah, right. And getting divorced back then is very hard. Sure. So he did uh, what Hitlers do, and he faked his death so he could marry her. <laughs> what? Jesus. <laughs> That's what you do. So was she in Liverpool, the wife? Uh, the first yes, wife in the she's child. in Liverpool. Yeah. Raising yeah. Willie. Raising Willie. Yeah, which is the sitcom they started over there that did very well on uh, ITV, actually. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh, well, can't help that. Dad's gone. Looks like I'm raising Willie. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> on an all new raising Willie. Uh, but the faking the death didn't, thing didn't work. Authorities found out, and then they found out, and then they look into why he would do that, and they found out that he was still married to Bridget <laughs> while he was married to his new wife. So, best case scenario. By the way, if, I mean, you've gotta, if you're going to fake your death, you really got to do it properly. Yeah. That's not the sort of thing where you want people to be like, hey, wait. Yeah. Here he is. I mean, there better be a head. Yeah, right. You know yeah, I mean? it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Dave, for yep. understanding how to do it yep. properly. <clears throat> Uh, so in 1916, Alois was uh, prosecuted for bigamy. He didn't go to jail though because Bridget ended up saving him when she told the authorities she had legally separated from him. 
So she went and saved him from okay. going to jail. Right. Oh, even though he's clearly kind of, uh, it's, a, it's a love story. Nice. It's a love it story. is a love story. I love like story. Bridget. Yeah, yeah, she's a nice yeah. one. Well, she's my favorite character on Raising Willie. <laughs> Besides that little <laughs> Willie, he's a scamp. He is. He knows one way to do it, and that's his way. <laughs> uh, so everyone went back to their lives. Years passed. Bridget's racing Willie alone uh, in, Safety Liber- in Liverpool. Right. Uh, not much is known about Willie's time as a youth. Uh, but when he uh, grew up, Willie's uncle Adolf was becoming known for his speeches against the Treaty of Versailles, mm-hmm. other politicians, Marxists, and uh, Jews. Yeah, so we've back, read about that. Yeah, the, everyone knows that uh, part. We've heard that part. Someone might be learning it for the first time. Uh, what? what it, hold on, let me turn this up. Hitler was... What? <laughs> hold on. I know him as the Versailles Treaty guy. Yeah. Back in England, he made uh, this made things not great for Willie. Right. His uncle, uh, Adolf Hitler. Jesus uh, Christ. That's a bummer. People are not I was thinking that. I could come to your class and speak to your school today. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Willie? <laughs> With his uncle's rise to power, as Chancellor Willie found that the Hitler's surname was com- causing him problems. Yeah. And he started getting laid off from every job that he landed. Right. So, so, I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's hard to, yeah. It's one of the few I mean, biases even, I approve. He hasn't even done anything yet, but Hitler's just, everyone's like, that guy's a dick and he's a problem. Yeah, man, mm. imagine that sensation. Uh, yeah, it'd be weird to see that coming. Yeah. As like a miles young, away. Yeah, it'd be so weird to see it coming And then sticking miles around. Away. Yeah, and staying there. Yeah. Yeah, really weird. Yeah. As a young man, William was described as a, quote, tall, dark young man with a small, black, non-Hitler-esque mustache. Well, that's something you definitely... <laughs> I mean, I put that part got put in later, but clearly he did, <laughs> he not, had ha- a he did not have a Hitler ass. What kind of mustache is it then? Is it just one of these? Um, he, uh, yeah, he has like a regular uh, fancy. Oh, he's got like oh, a little, uh, little pencil. Pen- little, it's a little pencil little one. Little pencil one. Right? Oh, yeah, kind yeah. of guy who definitely talks like this. That's right. That's right. Have you seen my father? Uh, yeah. Nor have I. And he's got his smart suit on. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. It's double wins and not as well. That might be a little bit later, but that's basically what No, this is me as an eight-year-old. Um, I'm very tiny at this. Have you seen the sitcom Raising Willie? I have not. I really only had one perspective. Okay. Mine. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to Reason, and Reason wouldn't listen to me. In 1932, William was 21, and he was making plans to move to the United States. Okay. Uh, and he wrote his father to tell him. That's what he was planning on doing. He wrote Aloise. To yeah. T- okay. But Aloise wrote back and talked Willie into moving to Berlin instead. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uncle Adolf had a job for him. Yeah. No, no. Hopefully well. not. A, not like <laughs> I, you're going to love it. He's doing amazing things over here. Um. So he arrived in Berlin. Uh, I think he had already seen him. I want to say he had seen him once when he was younger. But so pretty much total separation. I think. I think. I, and in one letter, convinces him to move there. Well, I think I left that up, but I think he went over when he was about twelve. Okay. And Hitler was giving speeches, and he and the first time he saw his uncle Hitler, Uncle Adolf Hitler, was giving a speech in front of a, a bunch of people and okay. firing him up. So is well, I'm sure you'll get to this, but he's so, sort of enamored with his uncle. Uh, well, you will get to that. We'll get to that, uh, sure. So upon arriving it's in Berlin... not a great sign. <laughs> uh, upon arriving with Berlin, he goes and he... In Berlin, he goes and he meets with uh, Uncle Adolf. Um, and they had a they had a big family sort of group meeting. Sure. Uh, in uh, Hitler's hotel. Yeah. Always good to get a group of Hitlers together to talk. Oh, my God. Just a good little brain Just session. a lot of yelling. Talk about moon shoots. <laughs> 
William. Over a meal. Yeah. William, yeah. quote, Hitler wept and raved that his family was ruining him. And They're threatened, killing me! And threatened to shoot himself. I'll kill myself! Which was his favorite threat. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. until the end. Crazy. In the oh end, it was like, God. yeah, go do it, boy, cried yeah. wolf. Oh, no, I really have to do yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Uh, he shouted at me that if I returned to England or, or went to America, he would make it plain that I wasn't related to him at all. This is the best time in the world to move to oh, America. Man. Talk about regrets. I will disown you. Well, see you later, asshole. <laughs> so <laughs> Uncle Adolf uh, then became Chancellor of Germany in March 1932. So that's the same year he went over there. Good so, time. Yeah. Right. Ground floor. Uh, so I assume he had, he had just missed, I mean, he, he was there for the action, right? The, the burning of the Reichstag and the, right. I think, I think it, it all works out. The, f- he, there were flags that if he were against that, he would have recognized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, and, uh, he arranged, uh, for William to take a job at a Reichskredit bank in Berlin. Okay. So he worked for the bank for much of the thirties. Uh, job wasn't great, but being a Hitler was much better in Germany that it had been in England. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that is a shelf life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he cut his mustache so it was exactly like his Uncle Adolf's. That's tough to hear. It's <laughs> <laughs> tough to hear. Oh, dear. It's not a great look. And that was only only those two until Michael Jordan. Not I mean, a lot of people know that. Do you? Can you just imagine how many fucking... Dudes had Hitler mustaches oh, God. in uh, Germany. No, it was probably like the 30s. mop top from the Beatles. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just like, yeah, give me the Hitler. Oh, cool. Hey, what are you girls doing? You want to go to the soda place tonight? <laughs> yeah, this, it's not NBD, whatever. Uh, and uh, and then he had his hair styled exactly like his uncle <sighs> Adolf. Uh, not getting enough sweet nepotism, William went out using his name and look to get ladies. So he's rolling around being like, yeah, I'm a Hitler. Can you believe it? Well, you know, I tell Adolf a lot of the stuff. A lot of the stuff Adolf says kind of comes from me. <laughs> Ooh, swoony swoon. Oh, no, it's tremendous how much he listens to me. It's absolutely tremendous. Oh, um, fuck We're doing the... big things. We're doing big things, me and Uncle Adolf. Big, huge things. Huge getting things. Getting so many things done. <laughs> um, what does it feel like when the mustache touches the skin? <laughs> well, why don't you find out? That's what I'm insinuating. My little Heidwig. <laughs> Hmm. Maybe you could give me the titler stash. You know I'm gonna, right? This is weird to do with my mother in the room. Yeah, <laughs> from, same for me. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Independent, quote, Despite frustration at his own low-ranking job, the young Hitler found himself invited to fashionable dinner parties and was a sought-after guest at Country House Weekends where the Nazi elite gathered to enjoy the spoils of their complicity. Mm-hmm. The family connection <laughs> also proved to be an aphrodisiac and passport to the beds of many young women. His performance, however, was said to have left many of his conquests, quote, disappointed. Uh. So he shit in the sack. I think also like his, his uncle Hitler... Uh, his uncle Adolf has some really fucking weird sex shit. Does he? Uh, yeah, I, I I've read a little bit about. It. I haven't got it, but it's all like, oh, that's really fucking fucked up. Like dark stuff. Yeah, it's I don't know about dark stuff, but it's just it's uncomfortable and weird. But you know, it turns out Hitler not a normal guy. Really? Yeah. Were there any signs? No. Okay. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. So so he's 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 working he's working it to get ladies, which is what. 
if you're a 21 year old dude or 22 yeah. year old, you're doing, you're working the Hitler magic. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're in Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so <laughs> William pushed, uh, his uncle to get him a better job. So he doesn't like this So he's bank living job. this like nine to five as just yeah. sort of like a regular human. It's a real shit job. And he then, does not have a good job. And then at night, he's out being like, yeah, yeah you know, me and Hitler were He's cool. at all the big parties. Right. He's all the ladies are like, oh, you're a Hitler. Yeah. Like, it's really great. Tell me again what the train is like. like oh, <laughs> well, it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> there are also a lot of... Uh, we, I've never done a podcast on this, but a lot of upper uh, upper crust English people were in... Germany at the time, enjoying hmm. this all this fun stuff. Uh-huh. Weird. Hmm. It's uh, weird. It's almost like it's class-based. It is almost like it's class-based. That's it's so, so weird. weird. <laughs> Not anymore. Um, no, no. no. So his... Uh, what? Uh, well, no, I was thinking about um, the king that stepped down, because he... They thought there was a connection with Germany and him. Oh, he had to step Edward. down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, King Edward? Yes. Oh. Yeah, yes. well... Yes. The German yeah. connection. It's well, strong. I was just thinking about the upper crust people. When's your When's yeah. your queen gonna die? Is that, that, that yeah? Just what's keep going? Oh. Is, she, is she not gonna? <laughs> oh, she's you so know she's just nice. like a. Uh, she's probably got a know, little suicide a, kit. Yeah, she knows she, they're just rich assholes, right? The royals, they're just not. Some really people rich. think she's just eight corgis stuffed in lady skin. <laughs> <laughs> I've read there's some interesting theories on that. Uh, so his uncle gives him a different job. It's also not a great job at the Opal Automobile Factory, and then later as a car salesman. So that's he's like not. He, he thinks I'm Hitler's nephew. I should be rolling in this. Right. Shit. I want to be convicted of war crimes. That's right. Uh, the Führer was apparently annoyed with William. Uh, Adolf did not want to be accused of nepotism. Okay. Oh. Of all the shit that I'm I, doing, I know. the if, one that really, really, I do not want hung around my yeah, fucking neck yeah. is that I helped out my family. People will talk. <laughs> do you have any idea the sort of looks I would get if I were to do something as sinful as that? Right, but that's sort of what, you know, these authoritarian uh, fascists do. They they make it seem like they're doing the right thing while they're actually... Right, they do two know, good if things. If you can imagine that happening. No, I mean, I can't. Well, I can't imagine the good things. Yeah, well. Uh, he ranted, uh, Hitler ranted, quote, I didn't become chancellor for the benefit of my family. No one is going to climb on my back. Hitler clearly did not like William because he began to refer to him in public as, quote, my loathsome nephew. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Titus turn. Yeah. Titus turn. Yeah. At this time, uh, Alois was reported by the AP to be uh, his father, Al- uh, Alois, yeah. uh, whatever, right, right. was reported, uh, sorry, Jr., Jr. was yeah. reported by the AP to be the owner of a tea room in Germany. Okay. So that's what he's doing. Okay. So he's just totally off to the side, running a team. Another tea Hitler who's in there, just like his yeah. brother's uh, orchestrated architect. You know, the architect he said, "Do you want to do the fierce thing?" And I said, "No, I'd rather run a tea room." I like cakes. I like uh, I like pastries, little glasses, little pastries, uh, yeah. little kind yeah. of cakes. That's um, right. That's what more. I, I'm l- less into uh, murdering. Uh, anyway, millions. here are your hot cocos. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me know if you need anything else. I'm going to take this number off. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, so now he's very much enjoying his fame, William. Uh, or maybe he's more intense when he does it, like, You will order! <laughs> you will have a black tea! And you will like it! And you will have chamomile! This will happen! Macaroons! <laughs> you will have macaroons! These are called bantam bagel bites! You will eat the bantam bagel bites! You will love them! Here is your check! 
Take your time! <laughs> no fresh! <laughs> so, uh, 26-year-old William goes back to England in 1937, uh, where he gave an interview to the Daily Express, which was carried all over the world under the headline, uh, quote, William Patrick Hitler has an Irish mother. <laughs> okay. Is that a big, that's a big stink? I guess. Okay. In the article, he said his uncle was his idol, but, quote, he finds it difficult to convert his mother, a Catholic, to Nazi socialism. <laughs> Mom, she's not getting on board. It's her whole uh, background, uh, whole, the whole thing about her island seems... of people being murdered and uh, genocide slaughtered by- uh... She's one of these people that finds it extremely evil. She's, she's Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> He said his mother had lost her British citizenship when she married Aloise and became an Austrian. Oh, so she's an Austrian. So I guess I guess back then you couldn't have dual citizenship. So when she had married him, she immediately became an Austrian. And just living abroad? But then yeah, but then remember he bails on her. Oh right. Oh no. And so now the the Austrian consulate refused to renew her papers, so she's she's essentially a woman without a country. So she's countryless? Yeah. Uh, That's weird. So William declared himself to be, quote, the only legal descendant of the Hitler family and then crossed his arms like Adolf did for the interviewer. Okay, so this is a real... He quipped, quote, that gesture must be in the blood. I find myself doing it more and more. Oh, boy. This mm. asshole. Mm. Mm. Uh, just, uh, I can't help it. <laughs> we like this all the time. <laughs> he, he posed for photos in the stances made famous by his uncle. Back in Germany, Uncle Adolf pressured, uh, when he was back in Germany, Uncle Adolf pressured William to cement his loyalty to the Nazi regime by renouncing his British citizenship and taking a high-ranking position within, uh, within the Nazi party. Okay. So now he's like, you got to drop the British shit, Which become a German, do. and now I'm going to give you a position right. in this fucking awesome new party. Right. Which he did. he did want to... Get a nice job, but n- that's not really the job he wanted. Oh, okay, right. He wanted like all the upside that's of nepotism want, without yeah. the like evil nature. Yeah, yeah. I think he wanted like a private industry job that was awesome, right? But something not. in the private sector, yeah. uh, what we call a Biden gig. That's right. Right. But William was worried. Uh, William was worried now that he would be trapped in Germany when uh, the war broke out, and he refused. Nobody else felt like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and he still wanted some sweet nepotism, though. right? So. He tried to blackmail his uncle, Adolf Hitler. Jesus. Now, this is before we know how bad it gets. Yeah. But, I mean, just hearing that does like make the hair on the back of your yes. neck stand up. The idea of blackmailing Hitler. No, no, he's not a good guy. No, I think if I do it right, and it's like a surgery. Very, su- very surgical. Uh, Hans Frank, who was nicknamed the Butcher of Poland, and who was a former, not, former Nazi lawyer, would later reveal that William wrote to Adolf and threatened to expose Hitler's, quote, unusual family history. Interesting. The Independent, quote, it was a veiled threat that he would confirm the long-held rumor that Hitler's paternal grandfather was, in fact, a Jewish merchant. Right. Leopold Frankenberger, who had an affair with Adolf Hitler's grandmother, Maria, during a time in service to the family Gratz, which, which now is, is not not real. It's not real, no, right? Not but real. it would undercut. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. not great. That's if fake news. If you're running around saying the Jews, Jews are evil, are the, and right. then you're like, oh, by the way, I'm Jewish. Uh, only half. <laughs> 
only half, you guys. Could everybody relax a little bit? We, we're really known for not liking ourselves. I think every exactly yes. We're the bit. We're the worst at this. We're like this. Oh, come on! I still think everything I said makes total sense. It's just just, just I, a small punishment. Just a tiny half pun- a punishment, please. So uh, he gave in to William. Wow! Wow! So William is, I think, the only guy we know who stood up to Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's I other mean, guys well, trying to kill him. At the end, everybody did, but yeah. for a while, yeah. But there were guys who tried to kill himself, but William like went right at him. So he didn't give, uh, he didn't give William the job he wanted, but instead he gave him money. Uh, he gave him the equivalent of $250,000. Ooh! <gasps> yeah, that's Pretty some good. serious go-away money. Yeah, that's good, Chelish. Obviously, the relationship is over. Whatever. Uh, quote, I shall never forget the last time he sent for me. He was in a brutal temper when I arrived, walking back and forth. Which we call regular mood. <laughs> yeah, regular Hitler. Uh, walking back and forth, brandishing his horse hide whip. He shouted insults at my head as if we, he were delivering a political oration. His, vengefully, sorry, his vengeful brutality on that day made me fear for my physical safety. According to William, that was the last time he ever saw his uncle Hitler. And that's a good thing. Yeah. He left Germany in January 1939 and returned to Britain. But being a Hitler was now even worse than when he left in 1933. Right. He got a very frosty reception. Right. To separate himself from his horrible uncle, he then wrote an article for Look Magazine titled, quote, Why I Hate My Uncle. Oh, gee, this is, you do not keep poking this bear. (laughs) You made two hundred and fifty k. You know what I mean. You get you you exit stage right. You're he, done. William is just seems very much like a guy who just wants to feel good at the time. Right. He so just he's wants everyone to like an him. Impulsive thinker. Yeah. Right. Imagine that. It was published on July fourth, nineteen thirty nine. Uh, an article with a six page photo illustration. Uh, was he crossing his arms like I, he was genetically <laughs> defined to do in that article, Dave? Or my guess is maybe he had a different pose. Yeah. Uh, he told the world what it was like to be Adolf Hitler's nephew, including the first time he met his uncle at a rally. Quote, being very close to my father at the time, he autographed this picture for me. He had cakes and whipped cream, Hitler's favorite dessert. Oh, jeez. I was struck good. by his intensity, his feminine gestures, and there was dandruff on his coat. Mm, fucking sticking it to Hitler. But honestly, <laughs> dandruff boy. If Hitler read that, he oh, would be like, furious. bring me his hands. I want his nephew. <laughs> bring me his head only. He wrote about uh, the dark family secrets. Quote, when I visited. So he's still releasing the dark family secrets, even though he was paid to not. Yeah. Wow. You don't do that in Look Magazine, right, Mommy? No, yeah. no, no, no. no. Not, that, not a respected publication. No, like, not at all. It's not okay. No, not at all. Uh, maybe the Democrats could learn something from William. Quote, <laughs> when I visited Berlin in 1931, the family was in trouble. Uh, Geli Rubal, the daughter of Hitler's uh, and my father's sister, had committed suicide. Everyone knew that Hitler and she had long been intimate and that she had been expecting a child, a fact that enraged Hitler. His revolver was found by her body. Any so the, the, <laughs> the implication being that he is uh, fucking his cousin. Yeah. And then. And then she got pregnant by so him and he, then he killed her. Right. Uh, he explained that uh, Uncle Adolf loved entertaining beautiful women, that he had suicidal tendencies, and his intimidation tactics and the intimidation tactics he used to control the regi- regime. Right. So right. how he was, uh, you know, oppressing within Germany. Right. 
William's mother was going on a lecture tour at the invitation of publisher William Randolph Hearst. Oh, wow. To support a book she had just written titled My Brother Adolf. Jeez. So cashing in. Right? Yeah, cash really in. cashing on the family you gotta, name. You got to make some money. Right. That's the cool thing about capitalism. Right. Some, someone's doing genocide, write a book. Right, you know right. what I mean? Put an article to paper. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, truly. And like, this is where the media is like, a sympathetic look at the Hitlers. I mean, at this point, uh, you know, America's like, is Hitler bad or good? Um, obviously, Europe is more, no, he's bad. He's here. He's bad. Uh, but yeah, I mean, people still want the people want the goods on them. They want to hear the the gossip Goss. and the, the hot yeah. goss. Uh, Who so, wore it better? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're trying to cash in on Hitlers. Uh, they're just like us. Now, obviously, no one knows about the genocidal aspects of Hitler at this point. That's right. coming down the road. Right. Although, let's be fair. America did turn away some uh, ships full of Jewish people. Right. <laughs> Sorry, we're assholes. Yeah. William decided to join his mother on the U.S. trip. Okay. In my brother Adolf, Bridget said, quote, In Vienna, Adolf Hitler had been on the brink of destitution. By day, he worked as a laborer shoveling snow and beating carpets. At night, he flopped down in a men's hostel. Okay. Which, yeah, because one of the reasons Hitler rose to power was because the just connection. economically devastated. Totally. And, and you know, yeah, yeah, a lot of guys were doing that. Yeah. Uh, she said uh, the threat of being drafted was worse for him and that Adolf Hitler then fled Austria and came to Britain to avoid the draft. Interesting. The Fuhrer stayed with her between November 1912 and April 1913. Which actually was the British sitcom, The Forgotten One, The Fuhrer and Her. <laughs> Which, uh, it was also really good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That great summer flick, Fuhrer in Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bridget wrote of discussions they had around the kitchen stove. Uh, she claimed Hitler was into astrology and that it influenced many of the Reich's military strategies. That's always good to hear. Also that she persuaded him to clip and restyle his handlebar mustache into what became his famous look. Oh, is that right? Well, but That's his, not. I thought it wasn't. Okay, go ahead. Historians now call Bridget's book a work of total fiction. <laughs> okay, right. And they completely reject the claim that he went to England in 1912. Oh, so the whole thing is bullshit. She's just fully cashing in on right. Hitler hysteria. Did, did, wasn't, am I wrong? That I thought the mustache came from like when you were wearing like gas masks during combat. Oh, I don't know. Where, I mean, and you'd have to shave Charlie it Chaplin had it. It was a... Right. I actually found a actually I don't think I have it here, but there was an article I came across where it was just that like, was like these wow. are the these are the guys that are wearing the Hitler or Chaplin mustache in Congress, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it named all the guys. Who had now, the were you a fan of Chaplin or are you a fan of Hitler? <laughs> I'm uh, actually a fan of uh, Hitler. <laughs> uh, who's this Chaplin? Uh, while on the U.S. tour with his mother, William saw his own opportunity to make money. People wanted to hear about Hitler, especially from family members. He was offered a contract to write a lecture in the U.S. He spent the next few years giving lectures around America based on his essays, Why I Hate My Uncle, and the follow-up, What the German People Are Thinking. So he's fucking... Right. Like, you gotta make money, baby. Yeah. Yeah. But it's... Mm -hmm. Similar. Uh, yep. Uh, from uh, the September 26th, 1939, Hartford Courant. Quote, Young Hitler talked at some length. Of, Young Hitler. Yeah, that's their column. It makes him sound like Scrappy Doo from Scooby Doo. Or the little uh, Yoda baby. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Young Hitler. Or Sheldon. It's like the Big Bang Theory spin off. Young Hitler. Uh, young Hitler talked at some length of Germany's chances in the present conflict of little known weaknesses in the Nazi war machine, of the Nazi prop propaganda system, which he says is so well developed that it is too good. 
Only the ignorant Germans are now completely taken in by Mr. Goebel and his propaganda. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that doesn't sound familiar. That doesn't, that makes you feel confident. His election, yeah, it's, it's like he's basically saying, well, everybody, most people see that it's bullshit, but just these fucking rude. We're at the phase, we're at the phase where it's just like, I mean, look, there's just a certain sect that just believe everything he says. <laughs> and it's dangerous. Anyway, let's see how this war Anyway, the out. tide's about to turn on that. Anyway. We're going to impeach him. Yeah. Well, not really. <laughs> His lectures were well attended. Quote, the visit of the Fuhrer's 27-year-old nephew to Hartford was the occasion of much curiosity. As soon as word of his arrival was noised about the hotel, visitors sought him out simply for the unusual sensation of being able to shake hands with him and say, hello, Mr. Hitler. As By the way, in today's world, without question, he would be on Dancing with the Stars. A hundred percent. Yeah. Absolutely a hundred percent. Sorry, come to dance with me lately or whatever it's called in England. Yeah. Strictly come dancing. Strictly come dancing. Longer name. <laughs> That's what they do. They're like, yeah, it's good, but uh, could we distort it in a <laughs> way? <laughs> Uh, as one man expressed it, after what I think of his uncle, it was one of the oddest, oddest experiences of my life to greet him and call him by his name. Yeah. Wayne was described as, Like, quote, there is negative celebrity. We just recognize yeah. any celebrity now as positive, but that's a good example of it back then, where it's like... But the, but the guy was still going to see him and paying money to see him. And, yeah, exactly. You know, there's... Lining yeah. his pocket. It, it, there's no, it's no different today than then. You just want no. to see the celebrity and it's say hi to It's a fascination. Even if it's someone who's completely ruining society, you're like, well, I mean, I want to get a picture. <laughs> Wayne was described That's uh, why I have a picture with Tom Arnold. Yeah. William was described as, quote, a quiet, friendly, and personable young man who obviously has a great store of knowledge about conditions in present-day Germany, and who is not afraid to say exactly what he thinks. He resembles his famous uncle in that he has the same mystic brown eyes, but in respect to character and attitude, he is a totally different sort of person. Yeah, read that other article where he has the same mustache and says they genetically <laughs> cross their own arms. Some papers had a good time. The Boston Globe, 1939, quote, Hold on to your seats, folks. Hitler in person will speak in Boston at Ford Fo Hall Forum on Sunday, Sunday October 29th. Can but you relax. It's, it's not Adolf. It's his nephew, <laughs> William Patrick Hitler. Damn it. He was now, he was now saying Adolf had him arrested and tossed into a concentration camp. Oh my god. So he's so he's blowing up the story a little bit. There's a lot to unpack there. I honestly was hoping so much that there was not a uh, clarifier in there. Like so that someone was like, "My god, we've got dude, we got to get out of here. Hitler's here." So there's a big night where they went and arrested tons of political opponents, and he said, even I got picked up in that sting, uh, and they kept me in jail for a day, and then right. they threw me in a concentration camp. So he's right. just making... And by the way, that's one of those stories as well that builds over time. Yeah. That like you, That's like how Brian Williams, when he talked that's about, right. like, yeah, well, we took on... I was shot five times in the leg from an RPG. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's still doing the but that, But that, I would probably do the same thing if I was Hitler's nephew. I'd be like, yeah, no, I was in a concentration camp. Uh, and then I, I got, and then I, and then I broke right out of there. I did. I broke right out of there. I killed all the Nazi guards. I did. And then I left there right away. And then I came over here because I was like, America's the best. Also, go Celtics. I've loved them since I was a boy. <laughs> a couple days later, the Philadelphia Inquirer headline quote: "Uncle wouldn't get me." Good job. Dude, he gave you 250 grand, you <laughs> asshole. I'm not like I do not want to have Hitler's back in anything, but this dude's also a cock. <laughs> Uh, uh, my uncle offered to get me a job with the Hamburg American line, but I told him the salary was too small. I went out and got a job with a bank. He's just lying. So he's just, yeah, he's because just he hated the job with the bank. 
I finally let I finally left Germany because my uncle and his friends were against me. <laughs> so he, I mean, good lord! It That's must be really... fun to write your life like a comic book. <laughs> and then I found the nuclear waste. The Wilkes Bar Evening News headline: a "Quote Hitler's kin here." <laughs> That's not. This is weird. Well, I I was reading all the headlines and I was like, oh my god, they so the the papers down the line on this tour are, are trying to come up with different headlines than the ones that had already been made. Right. And it's getting harder. It was getting having, harder right, and harder. Right. Uh, He's a Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> huh? That's all I got, boss. It's been a long night. Uh, in Wilkes Bar, he told a crowd of 900 that the Nazis' popularity was waning in Germany. So he's, he's, it's a big fucking tour. Like right. he's making money. Right. You know? Right. Like he uh, has a Squarespace website. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. A few months later, he was saying the Hitler leaders all lived in castles and palaces and had eight or ten limousines, eight caviar, and had state ballets at their command. So he's just fucking... Because there's no... Who can fact check? Right, exactly. Fake news. Yeah. Yeah. After spending some time in the US, William apparently decided he wanted to fight against his uncle Adolf Hitler. In reality, not just in this mythical world he's created. In March 8th, 1944, the edition of the Democrat and Chronicle said William had, quote, been trying for the last few years to enlist in the British, American, or Canadian forces. And he was turned down on each attempt when the authorities uh, came to that part of the questionnaire in which applicants list relatives who are or have been in the armed forces of enemy nations. (laughs) Let me see. Uh, I told you about my... My cousin Chad. My, my dad so runs a he's tea there. Room. My dad's a tea guy. That is everyone. So we can move. Oh, sorry. Oh, I got an uncle. My uh, uncle is um, named uh, Adolf Schmier- Hitler, and I think Schmier- he does something in Germany. I'm not sure what it is, but he's I'm in sorry. the armed forces there. <laughs> sorry. Adolf my- Hitler? Yeah. And I, I, let's circle back on my cousin Chad, because I think that's the interesting yeah, one. No, if I, uh, I think we're, we're going to hold you right there. You're talking about Adolf Hitler. Yeah. yeah Little yeah. mustache. Yeah, yeah. Little cutie pie, got Com- the come over. Yeah, little uh, yells a lot. Big yeller. Yeah, he's a big yeller. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I guess uh, that's it. And like I said, my cousin Chad. Um, we're, we're not going to need to. We're good. We're we're going to take a pass. Now you're, you're literally the only person that we're not going to let fight in World War II. I would. I again want to point out that I am super. Anti- Wait, I forgot about black people. We tried to keep them out for a while, right? <laughs> yeah. No, but we let them in after a while. But you specifically right. are the only human being we don't want fighting for our side. Because of my bone spurs? <laughs> <laughs> no, the anal cyst. The what? I the mean, anal cyst? I mean Hitler. Oh, my uncle, yeah. anal cyst. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, can I have some of these mints? No. All right. We'll see you. Uh, so they all told uh, William Patrick that there was no room for him in the military. Okay. Uh, he wanted to get into one of the Air Forces because he felt uh, that he might have a shot at killing his uncle Adolf. Wow. Uh, not getting anywhere with the military, William then wrote to President Roosevelt. Okay. Uh, which FDR saw it and was like, oh, that's a fucking PR coup. That also make Hitler crazy. Right. So like, FDR, shockingly, FDR knew what was going on. Yeah. So the FBI did a background check. They found no evidence of subver- subversive activities. And William enlisted in the U.S. Navy in 1944. Wow. 
He must have been so happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also got to be really weird if you are like next to him working in the Navy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'd be like, sorry, what, what's your deal? I mean, imagine the Hitler the shirt. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Although, man, that's a funny joke. You'd be a bit scared. <laughs> what, what's your real? Uh, what's your real? The shirt say. And I, but I don't think Hitler was a uncommon name because when I was uh, searching newspapers, I kept running across like Sammy Hitler, like in America, just guys right, just named people Hitler are constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's like when you have the same ne- name as a serial killer. You're like, by the way, I, I am, am not, not Ted him. Bundy. I'm not Ted Bundy. <laughs> Uh, yes. I'm Theodore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he said. John Wayne Macy. It's different. <laughs> Macy. So, I hate clowns. <laughs> he he served as a pharmacist's mate, which uh, later. Just where you hang out with a pharmacist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, you, or you mate with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to have sex again? Maybe you can have a baby. That makes it work. Okay. Just doing my job. <laughs> Uh, that later that was later changed to hospital corpsman. A, a corpsman, little, a little more nicer job. He, there's still a corp. There's going to be more corpsmen in England soon, right? Into yeah. the mic. Oh, sorry, corpsman. Yeah, mm. you're going to have more with the NHS soon. More corpsmen in England, I think. Right? Oh yes, definitely. Yeah. Yes, mm. I think it's started already. Yeah, and America's going to be running it. Oh yeah. boy, That's we're going right. to fuck up your healthcare. <laughs> so bad. Come on, give us a chance. <laughs> oh my god, name one we fucked up. Oh, it's <laughs> name gonna, one. Uh, you guys are going to have so much fun watching everyone with diabetes dies because they can't well, afford the medicine. Did you see that video of them? Uh, I can't remember what it was for, but it was just someone went over there and just was telling people. It was like, how much do you think it costs to get an ambulance? And people. Oh yeah. Like, I don't know, hundred dollars? He'd be like, like no. Uh, no, twenty five hundred. They'd be like, What? Yes. The fuck you talking about? Yeah. It's, like, it's coming. Yes. How much to get to hold your baby? Oh, a hold your baby. Thirty five dollars. If you have a C section, cost thirty five dollars to hold your baby afterwards. To hold your baby. America's great. Oh <laughs> crazy. Oh so uh, that's like the baggage fee of yeah. hospital fees. And then Advil, what? $20? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. a lot. More than well, that, it's very probably. special. It's For been sure touched it's by a magical doctor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so William uh, ended up being wounded and discharged after serving 18 months. Okay. Uh, he got a purple heart. Unlike uh, his uncle who had a black one. That's, whoa. <laughs> and then William Patrick Hitler dropped off the map. After the war, the last name Hitler was not a great one to have. I wonder why. William changed his surname to Stuart Houston. And married German-born Phyllis Jean-Jacques. Okay. He tried to distance himself from his previous life and really anything to do with his genocidal uncle Adolf Hitler. Aloise also wanted to distance himself from his brother in Germany. He had survived the war, and uh, when questioned by the Brits, uh, they said he was, quote, blameless and scared stiff of being associated with the Fuhrer's activities. Well, yeah, of course he was. Yeah. Everybody was in Germany at yes. that point. <laughs> yeah, well, um, literally, exactly, right? Yeah. It doesn't, I mean, there were definitely people who were like, he's the best. And they were like, I never knew him. But apparently because of the, his whole, Hitler's whole nepotism thing, like, so Eloise just kept running his tea room until, you know, he couldn't anymore. But that was just, he just kept running the tea Von room. Von Lump or two! <laughs> <laughs> Would you like cream? <laughs> uh, um, now I don't know how to say this. Uh, William and Phyllis moved to Apachogue, Long Island. I'm sure it's wrong. Sure, has to be. P-A-T-C-H-O-G-U-E. 
Oh, Pacho. Sounds like it sounds right, no, doesn't no, it? No, it's sure. yeah. like Pateau. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll, yeah. Be, it'll it'll be no. It'll be silent. Yeah, after yeah. the. Mm-hmm. Um, so William was known to neighbors as Patty. Hello, top of the morning to you. <laughs> he's a lovely Irish. But he doesn't lad. have a German. He doesn't have a German accent. <laughs> well, no, but he's covering it up now. Maybe, or maybe he's trying. You mean he's fighting for the German? Yeah. Good morning. It's top of the morning to you. Yes, guy phone love and come over later for some clovers and Dublin scotch. That's what I am from top of the morning. Oh, <laughs> uh, William used his medical training from the Navy to set up a business that analyzed blood samples for hospitals. I had a feeling he would do that. Uh, he uh, set up a laboratory in his house, and he called it Brookhaven Laboratories. Sure. Uh, they had four sons, Louise, Howard Ronald. Howard Ronald? Brian William and Alexander Adolf. Buddy, bury it. I- I don't move on. That's the first kid they Marian. had. I don't know why you. What the fuck they were thinking? Yeah. Just no Adolf. No. What are you doing, mm. no. Addy? How about Addy? Just a little wink. Mm. I mean, I guess they were thinking like, well, Adolf is such a super common name in Austria, Germany, but but not thinking like, oh, no one's going to name their kid Adolf except for the core. There's going to be a drought. Who are up. fucking psychopaths? Right. Yeah. Right. Mm. Um, they were said to be a secretive family. One neighbor, quote, sure. they were very private. Everything was kind of a secret. Pat wasn't all that friendly. He kind of uh, stayed to himself. He'd say hello, but he kept very distant. Uh, Phyllis would never tell you anything personal. Wow. So, so well, basically you, they're in the witness protection program. Well, I mean, just imagine, like, you just wouldn't want to slip. Exactly. So you wouldn't talk to anybody. Right, right, right. You keep it all very surfacy. Yeah. And well, I said, tell me about your family, and he jumped out that window. <laughs> The neighbors never knew they were the last of the paternal line of Hitler's. The kids' upbringing seemed, quote, all American, aggressively so. Uh huh. This one's named New York City. Yeah. A neighbor said they were aggressively American. Uh, Are you excited for the 4th of July? (laughs) We're going big again this year. We love it here. I'm turning the little boy into a sparkler. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I have an idea to turn all little boys into sparklers. (laughs) One bite. I'm sorry. I got carried away again. There I go. <laughs> We're not going camping. But. Now there's definitely can be a series called Hitler trying to camp. Yeah. Uh, but, but the family was just a bit distant from everyone else. They spoke German at home. Neighbors thought William had a slight resemblance to the man who had carried out the Holocaust. A woman who grew you up. You know who you look like. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you remind me of. Did you ever hear about that guy in Germany who killed all those Jews? No. Oh I no! Nine. Nine. His name. Nine. Name is. Yeah. Even when you say nine, you look more like him. Nine. Your hands all up. No. No. Yes. What was his name again? No. He was um. Hester, history, history. You look just like him. Adolf Hitler. No, they not. You no, look just no. like Adolf Kill Hitler. Kill the woman. Kill this. Kill her. That sounds just like what he would say. No. What is your problem? I'm leaving your Independence Day barbecue. Love America. It doesn't seem like it. Patty. A woman who grew up nearby said her father used to say to her mother, quote, doesn't Patty look a lot like Adolf Hitler? <laughs> uh, that Patty looks a lot like Hitler, doesn't he? <laughs> that uh, Patty look a lot like Hitler? <laughs> uh, 
and another time her dad told her mom, quote, I just saw Patty mowing the lawn and he turned around real quick. And my God, he looked exactly like Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> what a run. You know, Patty, when you're mowing the lawn and the light hits you right, it's just so Adolf Hitler. No, it's just no, it's something crazy. Else. No. No, the light when it hits you. Nah, Clark Gable is what I get. No, not at all. Yeah, I get a lot of Clark Gable. No, it's super Hitlery. Chaplin sometimes, at most. No, I don't get any of that. I get just full Hitler. Nah, you're, 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 I'm going to poison you. Okay, yeah. that's fair. I'm yeah. going to take off. Go okay. play with my daughter and my All wife. Right. Maybe move. I think we're going to move. Okay. Yep. Uh, just the, say you, you're not see anything. <laughs> the girl, the, girl uh, the young girl would play army men against Brian, and she would be the Americans, and Brian would be the Germans. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> the kids in the neighborhood lied. Uh, liked to imitate William's accent, but his sons had a normal childhood and graduated from the local high school. Some Germans in local Germans in, in Long Island did know, but didn't feel the need to blast it out to the world. Okay. The brothers grew up and discussed amongst themselves what to do. They decided to never marry and never have kids. Wow. Mm. But just imagine, like, having mm-hmm. having such like diabolical blood in your system yeah, that knowing. you're literally like, we can never have kids. Yeah, that's why I'm not having any. Yeah, mm. yeah. But that is amazing to to self be like. No, I met your dad. Yeah, yeah to self be like. <laughs> so have you? You met him once. Uh, but to be like, we are so ba- there is so much evil in us that we yeah let's shut will it never down. yeah yeah. yeah. Just before he died, William told his friends and neighbors who he really was. I'm Hitler. Oh, by the way. I'm Adolf Hitler, basically. Uh, William Stuart Houston slash Hitler died on July 14th, 1987 in Long Island. He was buried next to his mother at the Holy... Uh, Holy shit, we Sepul- died. Uh, I'm not to say that. <laughs> cemetery okay. in Corum, New York. The family considered leaving the grave unmarked but decided instead to bury him with the fake name that brought him peace. Silly McFake pants. <laughs> uh, Alexander became a social worker. Sorry, Alexander Adolf became a social worker. Uh, Lewis and Brian had a landscaping business and lived together. In 2006, a reporter tracked them down, but they refused to be interviewed. They said they were going to tell their story themselves and that they had a lawyer and an agent and were writing a book. Yeah, we're pretty Hollywood. I mean, they have no story except yeah. for, we weren't Hitler. Yeah. Like that's- <laughs> So that's the movie pitch. Where does it start? What well, starts on us and how not Hitler we are. The credits. So you're just like normal American kids, but you had a last name. Yeah, that yeah, you didn't but, use. Er, but I think once every 20 pages, someone goes, Hey, aren't you related to Adolf Hitler? And we'll be like, We'll demure. We'll be like, Nah, kinda. And then everything else is about a picnic, about a company picnic. This is the, the book. Is, oh, this is a movie now? It's a book, too. Would, what, would you, Could you what, jump in the gun to a movie? We're talking it's about a book, a, then. It's a book. It's a book. And it's about a company picnic. And every now and then... Maybe, the whole book is about a company picnic. It doesn't have to be. If you have something you think is better that you guys are dying I don't think do. anything's better. I think that it's really bad. What about if we're friends with a magical bear? That's a whole different... I, that's a whole. Now we're into a whole different genre. Okay, I, then let's stick to the company picnic you what fell if, in love okay. with. Okay. I didn't fall so, in love with that. I don't like that. Well, you're the one pitching it to me at this point. If you I'm like. not. I, I, I'm saying that there's literally no book here except for you saying I'm I'm not Hitler, which that's that's the book, right? The but book is about no, one... no no no. But the book is about us trying to convince you to do the book about a company <laughs> picnic, and it's about how you push back on doing the book. You don't want to do it, and that's the book. 
and it's the story of this meeting, and then maybe we make it into a movie, and maybe we, we don't. But either way, I think this is a great project. And again, it's all about our name and how we're not yeah. him. And it's, so it's not about anything. It could be. I mean, what are you trying to do over here right now? What Nothing. Sort of... I'm, I just want you to leave my office. Okay, so this is a book <laughs> about a guy who loves his office. He's insane about it. But two guys who don't want to say they're related to Hitler because they kind of were, but they kind of weren't, are in it. And it's this guy's struggle yeah. to get these guys out of his office. Yeah. Well, you guys definitely stick around like Hitler's. Yeah. No. Well, we. Sh- yeah. We're, we're having kids. I don't know if we told you that. No. There's going to be generations. I don't of us. want this. We're like bed bugs. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> we're there. Okay. <laughs> Um, their names and locations were withheld by the reporter and another author of the book, The Last of the Hitlers, quote, at their via- vehement and repeated request. By the way, they would be doxxed They're just like, hey, don't, don't. Can you guys not say where we live, yeah. who we are? Yeah. You just not, they should not put that out there. You know what I mean? Some people have um, reservations about us. Uh, the home the family grew up in, uh, Eventually, because they moved out, uh, eventually became a crack house for a little while. Apropos. Uh, <laughs> then a contractor moved in in 1999, and he fixed it up. Uh, when he was fixing it up, he found blood lab equipment and German newspapers behind a wallboard. That has to make you feel good. Hey, who lived here before? <laughs> uh, some Hitlers. <laughs> oh, good, because there's a bunch of blood and... I don't want the place anymore. <laughs> At one point, a German filmmaker came by and told the contractor a Hitler had lived in oh, the house. <laughs> the contractor said, quote, I was like, a Hitler lived here and ran a blood lab? What is this, the boys from Brazil? <laughs> <laughs> All right, contractor. Uh, so New York. Yeah. Uh, but it's not like it was a huge secret. When Louise was asked if he was worried that a play being written about them in 2006 would bring attention, he said, quote, don't worry, we're used to it. You people knock on our door every week asking us about it. So, so but annoying. no one ever wrote about them because they're like, well, these guys didn't do anything. They're right. just a bunch of dudes. Right. Uh, William's wife died in 2004. Uh, and then the brothers, I think most of the brothers are dead. Uh, or maybe not. I actually didn't. You can't find any information about them now. Right. So. We'll find them. Though. We'll get them. Um, so do you think they've car- the lines carried on? Oh, yeah. Well, I know that they're, uh, on the other side, there are definitely living Hitlers um, in in Germany that they're definitely, I think, the maternal side or whatever. This is the paternal side. The paternal side mm. is done. Nothing. Mm. It's done. Which probably is better. I think better. I would think better. <laughs> sort of chemical castration by decision. <laughs> Yeah, huh. it's it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to know. It could. Uh, who knows? Uh, the Hitlers could have been great people after this. By the way, in America, a Hitler could, if it was like the same thing, could totally run for president and get traction. That's like, yeah. it would right be like now, a Bush name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, a Hitler could. <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, in our really... like in our world in America, it's like we have uh, people who commit war crimes, and we're like, hey, he's a good guy. <laughs> His brother's running. He's a good guy. Well, every president of our... That's the cool thing about our presidents is they all commit war crimes. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, we just need... There's only three families we can pick from. Uh, um, so uh, there was a really great New York Times article about the guy going to um, meet up with him. Uh, a lot of this was taken from... Um, what's his face? It's uh, uh, Billy Hitler's writings. Right. Um, and then there's just a... 
bunch of articles. Uh, I got. I took a lot of from newspapers. Um, CNN wrote some about it. New York Times oh, and the Independent wrote a uh, big oh, article. Spot on. About it. CNN. I love. Was to it John hear, Lemon? <laughs> uh, I love to hear CNN. It's made me really excited. Yeah, it's very great. Uh, mm. And then Crack.com wrote a little something. Oh, nice. Uh, you can find crack, all the crack. cracked. Oh, I thought it said crack. Crack.com. Crack. Crack. How did this guy get this together I was so thinking fast? Only in America. Then, yeah. Let me see if I can find the guy who, uh, I don't know, uh, Matt uh, Burtney did the research for this episode. Uh, it's, I've been sitting on this for like a year. Well, well, well. Well, it was a very interesting one. I wasn't sure. Yeah, it's interesting, right? It's not hilarious. And then there's not a lot of information there. Obviously, he makes a lot of stuff up. So it was a, mm, mm-hmm. but uh, I still think it's a cool story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Mm. What, a, what a weird thing to not want to continue your line of. Yes, your family. Isn't that mm-hmm. it's it's really, you know what yeah. I wish? I wish the Kardashians would make that decision. Well, there's so <laughs> many people that could have done it. Um, oh, uh, yeah. The bears in, the bears in uh, Germany. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a They're fucking shitload of people that no. could uh, mm-hmm. really have yeah. stopped their. Uh, if people, but their again, run. you would need to punish those uh, lineages in this day and age, which does not seem to happen. Yeah, it's there, actually the cult of celebrity in a way. There's a woman who writes for the um, Washington Examiner. And she was, of course, after Corbin lost, she was saying how uh, Bernie Sanders is anti-Semitic <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> because uh, you got to roll with it. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? You got to yeah. you got to take the best stuff. Yeah. Uh, and and then she was tweeting about it, and someone was like, "Well, yeah, but your grandfather was a Nazi collaborator, and I believe Croatia." Uh, so maybe you should uh, just nip your shit in the bud, yo. Well, that's uh, blocked. <laughs> but they don't. But they don't. Blocked. Um, if you look up Mu- Mussolini's uh, granddaughter, is just a straight up fascist who holds office in in uh, wow. Italy. Like, yeah, they. But that's. But again, I mean, that is. It's uh, yeah. It's this tough thing where it's like people can get by. I mean, the fact that Liz Cheney is. In our government, yeah. making points, it's like, how is this? Po- well, like, they, well, because if you don't, if you don't actually prosecute them, yeah, then then they just keep living, well, and then there's then their children do the same thing because that's how they've been raised. But also, not to get crazy, get but crazy. If you think about the like the way that the Democrats now are, what they're trying to do is be like, we are the moral authority, we are the moral line, and it's like, well, then why after Iraq? Did nobody get fucking prosecuted in our government? Why because they voted is George for W. Bush at football games sitting next to Ellen yeah. being like, hey? Like, it just does not... Because if you don't come down on it... Yes, beca- and, because, and because not only that, because, our, because we don't demand it, because our attention right. spans are so short and stupid yeah. that we're unable to go like, hey, that guy should be in The Hague. Right. You know. Should 100% be in The Hague. And... You know, I mean, that's the problem, though. If you go halfway and you're like, I didn't uh, lie about the war, but I did support it, then yeah. how can you prosecute them? Because well, then, how can you then right your now, whole party is decimated. Uh, but then how right now can, like, you would not, then how right now are you being like, the, I mean, and again, this is not like pro-Trump at all, but how are you like, this man deserves to be impeached? It's like, yeah, we had war, war criminals. The, the same people in our government yeah. w- sat uh, sat uh, complicit for that. Uh, yeah. 
Anyway, GarethReynolds.com, DollarPodcast.com, Pam Reynolds. Mommy, you doing any dates? You want to plug anything? Dot com. Dot com. PamReynolds.com. Uh, Are you also, doing dates? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pam's, oh, doing, yeah. Pam's oh, actually yeah. doing a big tour off the Hitler name. I am. Oh. I am. Yeah, I am. No, Davis. A, oh, Davis. Davis name. Big name. Very popular. I'm a big fan of the Hitler name. Yeah. yeah Not the people. No, no, no. Not the just people. Like that uh, just mm. the name. That cachet. I'm trying to find the name of the woman who was uh, the who one was who was the, like, "How dare you!" But like, I just, I just, I'm love, related to Hitler. I just love that you're related to Hitler and you're calling Bernie Sanders, whose family died in the Holocaust, yeah. an anti-Semite. But Dave, that requires a little bit of research. Ta- uh, Tanya Tiana Lowe. Tiana Lowe. Tiana Lowe writes for the DC Examiner, co-host of the Political Pregame, and is related um, to a Nazi. Formerly of the USC Econ Review, uh, is saying that a man whose family was killed in the Holocaust is an anti-Semite. So you and have a Nazi, a Nazi. How fascism happens? Yeah. That's literally fascism. When you when you undo history, yeah, that's how fascism happens. And anyway. it's, and, be- and be- it's unbelievably easy. <laughs> oh my god! It's like you can do it in five minutes. It's like making sea monkeys at this point. It's very interesting <laughs> to watch the British in this election start going. Hey, they're, they're just lying, and no one's doing anything. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, did you guys not watch us? Uh, hey, for uh, you guys a should few watch uh, the first season of America. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! I mean, they were like flipping out about it. I was like, yeah, yeah guys, that's uh, actually how it works. Yeah. No, it doesn't mm. matter. And then the cool thing is that the liberals attack the left more than the right, so that really helps. Yep. Well, it's working out real good. Everybody's happy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Pam. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. Yeah. It's very nice. Can I have a goldfish now? Yeah, yeah, have yeah, a goldfish. Reward yourself. Thank you. Reward yourself. Thank you. Not a real one! Oh, no. <laughs> oh hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this... Uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it. After it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help 